Okay, constantly varied. We're back again. James Rankin, how's it going? Great, Jamie. How are you? I'm. I think I'm a bit lit. Is what you said? <laughs> yeah. I came in and told you you were cranky. Yeah. Jillian needed a white blast on, yeah, yeah. and and then I was like, oh, it's oh, I'm the problem. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to. <laughs> trying to stop him. you've made me very self-conscious about my <laughs> mood now as well in fairness <laughs> that's okay uh, i'm also here i gave the game away jillian fennin is with us oh my god jillian it's been a while oh my god have you missed me we've all missed you <laughs> <laughs> we've all missed you how's your week going uh really good yeah i'm having you've a great had week. a big change this week i've had a huge change this week Tell um us. so i for anyone who haven't gotten to tell in person or send an email to i have uh i've recently kind of changed jobs um so i had been managing santry and coaching in santry and now i'm going to be managing and coaching in nace and also managing and coaching in santry so that all happened very fast and came into play on monday so it's been it's now wednesday it's been a a wild week and it's my first day back in santry and i have all these words i need to release and blurt out to people it's like she's saved up the talking for two days (laughs) And now she's trying to spend oh, all of her and credits. Now ja- and Jamie's lit and we're just going to fight. It's going to be great. <laughs> My Lord. So so tell me, how's it been in Nace then for the first few days? Uh, do you know what? It's been great. Like I started there like two, just over two years ago, uh, part-time coaching. And a lot of the members are still there that I would have coached like two years ago. Um, so it was really good just to kind of get back into contact with people. And there's a lot of new faces as well. Everyone has like past started there this week as well. So everyone has just been so lovely, so welcoming to the two of us. Um, so yeah, we're both having a great week. Yeah, it's not easy for like the group to get used to all the changes. Well, no, no. Some changes and evening changes as yeah. well. So it's great to hear. It's just, yeah. uh, it's been nice and smooth. It has been smooth. So far, so good. Keep up the good work. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, big shout out to the NACE crew. Yeah. Daily, James. Um, let's start off with a training check-in. We do this every week. This week, a little different again. Um, give me a training win for the past week. Um, I think my training win last week was last Wednesday's class. It was the bike lunge front squat one. It was the, yeah, the heavy-ass barbell. Oh, the one that destroyed everyone's yeah, legs. Yeah, destroyed everyone's <laughs> legs. I didn't train on Friday because my legs were still fucked from Wednesday. I was like, I, I don't need a training session. A third one this week, two is enough. And I felt great on Monday because I didn't train Friday. So my win was going extra heavy on that barbell. I think RX was 70 kilos. RX plus was 90. And I bullied I bullied some of the lads in the morning to do 100. So I went 105 just to, to really lead by example there. And no, I tried 105 and the first power clean I did nearly crushed me. And I was like, oh, but the first clean, first clean the power has clean to be a power clean. So heavy after so like in the workout right because oh it was heavy man. in the warm-up and then you do a few reps of it yeah, and you're like what yeah, yeah. what's just happened i had happened? to do it was a set of i set a 10 on the front squats and then a set of five and a set of 10 i had to break into three sets and tr- going to pick it up i went four four two and going to pick it up for the third time to do two squats i was like you know when you hate yourself a little bit i was like that was a real stupid decision there <laughs> and then the set of five jose got in my face He's like, you're not putting this bar down. It's like, oh no, I just <laughs> want to put it down. <laughs> so going heavy and then hanging on for the five unbroken reps was a, a big, big win for me on Wednesday. Yeah, oh, that's savage. That's mm-hmm. savage. And I was so impressed with that decision because there's no little Rx plus plus button that you can yeah, press. You, you don't, don't get, get the credit. bonus points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just have to know that it's it's good for you. It's credit. It's in the bank, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, nice work. Very good. Have you got a training win? 
uh yeah so i did the power cleans last night and that was a lot of fun my win was just i had a lot of fun in that class i had i even had a few like like back lit up i actually did my elbow in the warm-up pretty badly i couldn't do tree touching going broken i had to go two singles oh. because i couldn't hang on to the bar on the way down but still that's so much what fun. was your heaviest clean 80 i was just doing i just stuck with that i haven't been training and i was delighted that i could just go back and hit that it felt fine jose gave me a nice um gave us a nice breakdown of focus areas i picked one of them just speed under the bar speed into my catch just focusing on that for the session just felt like i got a lot done enjoyed the session nice way back into it so happy days so that was my win um going to do this horrendous ski thing today at some point and i think everyone's um cursing me all morning so uh yeah dose of my own medicine later on jillian have you got a win from the last seven days I actually found this really hard to prepare for because of all uh, the work changes going on. We've had, we've just had a lot going on. My training's probably the worst week of training I've gotten in all year. Um, but so I've been doing sessions, but I haven't, I just haven't had the focus to go very intense on any of them. So I think the one win I can take out of it is my toes to bar. I think it was Tuesday's workout. There was this, there was like a single leg toes to bar workout. Um, I did return to play i did the six reps instead of the eight or ten or whatever it was and um, but my toes to bar are just feeling so much better and they're like people have said it to me like my legs are much straighter like they were the clunkiest ugliest movement for me for about four years and they're starting to you, you did it like an old progress video recently on your instagram yeah and then since then i found way worse videos than that one right. <laughs> um, so they were like when i remember when i started here I think I said this to you before. I was like terrified I'd have to coach toes to bar because they were so bad. I could do like one, but I couldn't link them together. And then when I could link them together, they just, they didn't look like a person who belonged on a rig. And I think they're starting to look a bit more like someone who can do toes to bar. Yeah, so they're looking good. good. Yeah. yeah. Happy days. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to bank the win. Even when we were asking that question, we all have to think hard about it. So you can kind of get, get out of the habit of reminding yourself what's going well. We had the whiteboard downstairs with the what what can you do now that you couldn't do a year ago loads of people writing things up i think it's a great practice to get into it's like what went well in the last week because we always have the things that we need to work on okay great stuff that's a good start let's talk about programming then the next seven days we have another w good week coming up um this week the question the workout you're most looking forward to coaching. So this is from a coaching point of view. Uh, might give us some insight into um, what's in it for everybody when you get to it. So, um, James, want to go first? Uh, of all the times we've asked this type of question, I think this one's the easiest for me to actually pick an answer for because I looked at the week and I had already seen the week and I said, like, "Oh, that's a great day, great day, great day, great day." And then I seen Friday and I was like that's one of my favorite movements to coach of all time so it's it's an easy win friday is one two three four sets of three and four singles of overhead squat oh, dreamy heavy day really technical um less uh, dynamic obviously than a snatch or whatever so there's that opportunity to really narrow the focus and get very granular in that type of movement like anytime we do a push press or a heavy back squat day we can like you can focus the whole session in from a coaching point of view on the feet or something crazy like that and relate everything to it 
and I just love um, that opportunity to get creative in my planning process and then to get really granular with people on the floor and they start going, oh, my pinky was doing this weird thing during that rep. And I'm like, yeah, now you're feeling the difference. So it's the granularity of the coaching yeah, you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But then like also the fact that it's overhead squat, I love coaching that movement and then heavy Why single. Why is that? I don't know, because it's one of my goats as well as a as an athlete. Yeah, I that's what I was thinking. You don't like doing, doing them, right? Yeah, yeah, but I just, I, there's something, I don't know, maybe it's a technical the technical side of it that I really enjoy coaching. And then seeing the, because it's a work, it's a movement people really dislike, like generally. So seeing people come away with a win on those types of days. Like I coached it today on the floor and I got a couple of really nice messages this morning of, yeah, that felt better today. Thanks for the push and that type of stuff. I always... I always like that feeling on a heavy overhead squat. I sort of dropped in today. We're recording here on Wednesday. It's in the EMOM with the ski. And we had, I know the biggest challenge for us as a team was how do we coach an overhead squat in such a short time yeah. frame today? We kept it light. And this was just to get some extra exposure to it. But we almost had to really hold back on how much we could coach it. We had to just get it, the <laughs> basics right. Isn't that right? Yeah. So this uh, that Friday workout was going to be a really good chance to get everything feeling as good as possible and we know that snatch is going to be one of our big benchmarks end of the quarter this is an, a must-do session for that lift okay cool okay i'll go next and um, the one i'm looking forward to coaching most is the monday workout so the monday workout is a weird one isn't it it's uh you said is this real is that what you said the other day when we were recording the podcast <laughs> Is this real? Yeah, this is up there as one of the meanest workouts I've ever seen. Yeah, so it's um, it's one minute rounds. So in in one minute you do seven back squats off a rack, and then in the time remaining you do as many med ball squats as you can. So you go from a heavy back squat into a really light med ball squat, and you just have to rep it out. It's gonna burn so bad. You just start a new round every three minutes, so you have two minutes off, which is not enough. And then you have to go and make it hurt again and again and again. But I just think uh, from a benefit point of view, the wall balls are just going to be so easy by the end of this quarter. We're just going to be like, wall balls, give me 200, no problem. So I think that's the workout benefit. From a coaching point of view, it's similar in that we really get to go into squatting. Like it's two squatting movements. If the squat by the end of this isn't as best as you can get it, you know, we've let you down. So from a coaching point of view, I like that challenge of being able to get people to think about a movement they repeat multiple times a week can i get them think about it in a slightly different way new perspective so that they can advance their game on so looking forward to that jillian which one are you looking forward to coaching most um so for me i think it is tuesday next week so there's seven rounds each for time seven chest of our pull-ups and 14 hands-on burpee over box uh, go every four minutes so what i like about this we did one sim not even similar we prescribed chest bars in a workout a few weeks ago and i just remember coaching that class there was a lot of people because normally it'd be pull-ups and then chest bars is rx plus if you can do them do them if you can't you're just not doing them but there was a lot of people got their first chest bars that day because they just never thought they could do it so i'm looking forward to seeing if i can get a few more people like little bit higher on the pull-up bar getting their chest bar that don't know they have the capacity to do it so that's why i'm looking forward to that one yeah i think it's yeah. going to be cool because mm -hmm. uh the process of improving your gymnastic strength 
it's, it's so, so hard so hard because oh God. the progress is invisible we don't usually see it until we get yeah. to the day where we go oh i can do something i couldn't yeah but all the way up to that we're inching towards it we don't even really know mm-hmm. all of the the grip work the pull-up work the ring row work the bicep curl work we've been doing recently this is where we see it on a day like this yeah. where you get to go and see can you do something that you couldn't do before mm-hmm you could even like break these up a little bit. You could go like two, 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 one and still be able to do it well. So any version of a chest bar, if you're getting close to it, I would go yeah. for it. It's going to be a fun one again. Yeah. I think that day, lots of people got muscle ups out of nowhere as well, right? The last yeah, time. that was, that was such, that was a bar, I think Barry, Andre, Claire. It was yeah, a good, people just yeah. launch themselves. Oh, they yeah. didn't realize how strong they were. Yeah. So it's, it's very cool. Yeah. Okay. So it's a fun week ahead. Another week of a lot of progress i think a lot of hard workouts that are going to step us forward an awful lot deadly okay next topic let's talk about events there is an event coming up that we haven't talked to it yet that it should be a very fun one very excited for it jillian do you want to tell us a bit more about it um so i've been working on this for the past couple of weeks trying to get it finalized i think it's finalized <laughs> just said uh, the big fat think there at the start um, we're going to be doing a High Rocks PFT event. So it's a physical fitness test or something like that. That's a PF, something like that. It's a mini Sounds High Rocks. Basically a mini High Rocks, yeah. So that's coming up. Um, I'm working with the High Rocks team at the minute. Just We had a bit of an issue with dates and stuff like that. We were looking for ideally a Saturday, but they don't have any of them available. So we're going to do one event. It's going to be in Buenais on the 11th of August on friday evening and um, so what we'd love to have now this the way they run it they run it in kind of heats so there is the pft you can google it it's online you can see the event and it works to if you're planning on doing a high rocks it's a good kind of stepping stone into that but if you're equally just want to come in and have a big sweaty workout it's going to be great for that as well so the pft is online you can go on a leaderboard with that so i still need to get all the final details but um, you can kind of score yourself beside anyone in the country doing the same event to figure out if you want to do a high rocks in the future, which level you should be at. That's kind of the point of it. Um, so I'm working with them at the minute to get like times and stuff like that. But it should be a Friday evening and um, it's going to be open to everybody. So it'll be open to the public and um, it'll be open to all five gyms. We would love to get as many people from Nace, from Selbridge, from Santry, Smithfield, all the gyms to come to that, like kind of like a Friday Night Lights for the Open is what we're thinking at the minute. Um, it's going to be huge. It's going to be deadly. So really looking forward to that. So that's August 11th, Friday night. Yeah. And we're going to post that on our socials, right? As soon as we have everything finalized, but we're just about there. And yeah. for those who don't know High Rocks, like there's, it's kind of a big cardio challenge. Right? Yeah, like I think um, Amy oh. Flynn did a High Rocks before. Yeah, yeah Fiona went over with yeah. her. The two of them went and hit it and it was like, one kilometer <laughs> run and then you go and do like sled push one yeah, kilometer run you go and do loads of wall balls one kilometer run and it's kind of a low technical but high cardio high stamina type of yeah. challenge yeah um and they're, they have an, an event coming up in, in dublin later in the year so this is their way of just kind of getting people exposure to it they definitely have they have two um instructors coming over as well who run the session so two high rocks athletes who are high performers come in and they run the session for us. Have you seen what the workout is? The PFT workout? I just Googled it there now. Yeah. This is awful. 1,000 meter run, 50 burpee broad jumps. The jump has to be 90 centimeters. 100 stationary lunges, 1,000 meter row, 30 hand release push-ups, and then 100 wall balls. 
The wobbles are light ones though. Yes, six for six kilos for males and four kilos for females. Yeah. So for like a lot of people say the wall balls is the worst part. And then like the two people who went from here were like the wall balls were no problem because we're, we're we actually strong all the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, I, it, yeah, it sounds pretty horrendous. Were you trying to promote it there or trying to turn people off? <laughs> I know. I, I kind of like the look of it and the fact that it's a test because they have here, um, it categorizes you. So if you finish within a time domain, you're a certain level. And you know I'm into that shit. You're so into it's it, like yeah. Yeah, if I'm you finish it. it within 15 to 25 minutes, you're a high rocks pro. 25 to 35 minutes high yeah. rocks singles, and 30 to 40 minutes high rocks doubles. I'm looking at it going, what way do I need to approach this? How fast do I need to run to get it under 25 minutes? Like that's what's in my head immediately. Yeah, yeah, because you do put yourself down for a start heat at a certain level at the event, so you can decide I'll I'll do this level, and then they'll give you a start time. Isn't that isn't that how it works? Do you think? Like that. I think so. I've never okay. done a high rocks. Yeah. Um, but there's also I think on the day there is like they'll be bringing so they'll be bringing the two instructors. I think it's Dean and Tom is their names. I was chatting to Dean in the last few days. Um, but they also have a prize at the PFT for top male, top female. There's going to be like a pair of runners. So it's a pretty pretty decent prize. So uh, if you're around on the 11th, keep it free. Um, it will be a nice huge location literally we can fit like probably 130 to 150 people at it we want it to be massive yeah so it's yeah it's big heats yeah yeah yeah. okay cool right very good that's going to be something to look forward to and i think coming up we don't have uh exact nailed down dates for game day but we're very close again that that might be next week when we have those dates so that's something to keep an eye out for as well we'll come back to that okay that's events let's talk about our next segment we've got a jose question Okay, our new segment. This is something to. And it's get not a Jose thinking. question again, is it? And this week, it's actually not a Jose question. It's a Louise question. So Louise brought this up at our coffee post uh, comp class coffee on Saturday morning. So the question is, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I don't butcher this. So would you take ten million euros if it meant you had a snail <laughs> follow you around a meter behind you for the rest of your life? And if the snail ever catches up and touches you, you die instantly. <laughs> um, can I just state for the record, I've heard that question before and I didn't know the meter behind you was a thing because that changes my answer. Well, Is that's it, what she said. I, I don't think it's, a, I think it just that follows you. Question, no? It just follows you. I don't think it's, a, if it's a meter behind, it's different. Okay, so let's leave, leave the meter out. Okay. So what's your answer there then? Okay, so if it's not a meter behind, right, I'm gonna take the 10 million because <laughs> As some of you know, I love to travel. I have so much money. I'll just, when the snail gets close, I'm just going to jump on a plane. I'll go somewhere else. And then as it gets a little bit closer again, I'll just move somewhere else. And I'm just going to keep chopping and changing my location. But if it's a meter behind me, then I can't sleep. Um, so I would not take the money. Oh, so sleeping. Yeah, if it's a meter behind you, you can't sleep. So if it's not a meter behind me. Um, well, I think it maybe it starts a meter behind you. And yeah, then you go but then from you there. just, okay, if it starts a meter behind, I'll take the money. You're taking the money? I'm taking the money. James, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I take the money all day. Okay. I'm way faster than a snail. <laughs> yeah, my initial reaction was, if it follows me everywhere I go, I work almost exactly 20 kilometers away from where I live. Take a snail a long time to travel that, so it's never going to catch me. I'm fine. I have all the confidence. I would take the money all day. Not. not a fucking hope. I have my answer down in my notes. Fuck that. Yeah. Would you be paranoid about the snail? 
I would never think about anything else. I'd oh. be checking all the time. How do you know? How do you know how close the little fucker is at you all times? You'll see it. She's snares hold on, all the time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't see it. You don't see it. You don't see it. And then you see it. Yeah. That's the problem. And then I'll just get up on my fantastic feet and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally how I view this. Am I being... Yeah, so Jose said he'd take the money and move to China or Japan. Right? Yeah. He would just go to Tokyo. Just and go to saying, the most populated, that, dense place in the world. That snail can, can crawl across the tarmac, get on the landing gear of a plane, and before you know it, you think, I've got 10 years. He could be there in 10 weeks. <laughs> and you don't know, and then you're dead. I don't oh know, I don't know. No, not a hope. You couldn't, you couldn't give me 10 but million right, for that. Right, so I wonder, with, with my 10 million, could I create some type of... Uh, protect no i'm not getting rid of the snail snail stays where it wants but it just doesn't have to touch me but what if i created some type of a bubble that protected me from the snail Listen, so even if it got close 10 million no, is not no, enough no. to create a bubble that it, doesn't exist right now like what do you have that you ever seen your have you ever seen them like bubbles that people play that that soccer in do you, know you the can thing live your life in a bubble if you want yeah but like i'll just get one of them i'm million. gonna get one of them right i'm <laughs> yeah, I know you're in the bubble. Now he's in the bubble with no, you. No, no, no. Listen, uh, don't underestimate this this snail. Snails are really slow. Really yeah. slow. They are really slow. I do I give just, you that. I'm just going to keep some salt behind me I all think, the time. <laughs> I think that's snail. Keep all, every time I walk burrow out. A, a hole in my brain mentally that I could never recover from. <laughs> so the other the other variation of I think it I'd was enjoy the 10 million too much. If it was one mi meter behind all the time, but it wouldn't kill you. Do you know what the average speed of a garden snail is? I know, we already Googled this. How long would it take him to get to not Japan? Point not four eight kilometers per hour. Like that is yeah. The sleeping thing is an important point. We all got to sleep. That fucker is making his way towards it. You don't see him. You don't see him. You don't see him. I think the there. first purchase with my 10 million, no, it would be a bunk bed. So at least I have a little bit of extra time if the snail gets into my bedroom. <laughs> Imagine I was Me saying, and Jill up really high. I mean, one thing you could do is pay a monitor team. You could pay I, three yeah. people to, to go on shifts, and you're like, your job Follow is, to, the snail. is to just be beside that snail. Okay, at well all then times. you can sleep easy. I don't trust the tree fuckers. That Why? would be a really boring job. There's no way they stay focused. Yeah, but you just keep hiring new people. I'm a no on this. A hard no. Really? Yes, I'll go and ask. I wonder you for how a few much of the ten million would eaten up by the security you'd have to pay for i just googled that if you paid three people 20 grand a year so 60 grand a year that would last you 166 years and then you've spent all your money on, on no, your 166 years no yeah. one's going to live that long it's still a hard so that for me. that still leaves me a lot of money <laughs> out of the 10 million okay i think we have our answers i'd love to hear what everyone else thinks to snail or I not think, to snail? I think you're miss. I think you're missing me. out, Jamie. I have to say. Okay, well, I'll I'll live without it. I'll live without it. Okay, daily. Let's move on. We've got recommendations. Um, who's gonna go first? Gillian, you're first. What have you got for us this week? I was afraid of this question, um, because I typically, I actually don't usually watch much TV or read books or I do listen to podcasts, but the shit ones that Jamie won't let me mention on this podcast. There's no not letting here. Come on. So uh, I'm actually watching a series at the minute. Um, it's called, I think it's it's based on, I googled this before the podcast. It is based off a true story. So it's called The Dropout. It's on Disney. Oh, that's 
Yeah, oh, it's on that's Disney amazing. Plus. It's re- I'm not finished it yet, so don't ruin the ending on me. I'm like a few episodes in, but it's uh, based on a true story. She basically creates this machine that tests your blood really, really quickly. But all of the whole series is about how it's all a lie, and it's a true story. Um, it's very interesting, just kind of seeing what way that whole situation might have played out because it did actually happen. Um, and I'm like getting towards the end of it now. I don't know what way it's going to go and the way it like chops and changes between like different years and different things happening. It's pretty cool. So it's, I'm enjoying that. Yeah, it's an amazing series. It's on Disney yeah. or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's on Disney. Yeah. yeah. So I know I listened to the, the podcast story of it. I listened to it before the TV thing. Mm-hmm. So I'd heard the story of it. And then I watched the TV and the TV series is so good. It's so good. It's so well made. And they they I do didn't, the drama really well. I didn't like the first episode. I remember someone, I think Roisin recommended it to me. Right. And the first, she was like, no, watch it. It's brilliant. The first episode, I was like, no, this is shit. And then the second episode, I was like, oh, no, I'm in. So you need to get over that hump. Yeah. That was kind of like the bear that you recommended to me. You're like, do, do three I episodes. Tr- I tried to watch it. I couldn't watch that. Yeah. He told me three episodes yeah. and he was so right. New new series coming out at the end of this month. Yeah, exactly. That's coming out. That um show you've watched, I, I watched like the first two episodes of that as well. And then I'm useless with TV series. There's a book about it. The book is really good. It's called Bad Blood. But you want Elizabeth Holmes is super interesting. Like to watch like a professional manipulator. Like she was the be- she raised billions, billions. But she changed like the not the tone of her voice what's the, the yeah. like she dropped an octave she, yeah. yeah to make it go deeper she wore the turtleneck to be like steve jobs like mm-hmm. she looked at other people and went if i apply that thing that they do and that thing that they do and that thing that they do this will work yeah so it's such a calculated yeah. like image building yeah. process it just sounded like someone who was desperately wanted to be significant yeah and then laid her way up. to the top yeah <laughs> And went oh, now. I'm now I'm in it, and it's working. I'll stick with it. Yeah, fascinating. Can you imagine TV. how hard it must be to sleep if you're like that? Like, imagine yeah. raising billions, saying you have this thing, and then you've never had the thing. I think she she convinces herself that yeah. she's going to figure it she's out. She's about to, yeah. yeah. But yeah. she's, she, I, I think I'm going to figure this out as I yeah, go. You'd have to. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. The sleep and it'd be worse than a snail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll go next. I haven't had a huge amount of time to watch, listen, or read either. So I've been struggling on it this week. But I have been, I'm on my short story, so I'll just recommend another one. This one was unbelievable. It's called The Lottery by Shirley Jackson. And I'd, I read it, and then, you know, I'm reading through it. It's interesting. I'm like, I wonder where this is going. Very short. And at the end of it, it just cut me off guard so bad. It's such, a, like, a What? Like, are you serious? One of those ones, right? Mm. Amazing story. And then I went and said, like, what's th- what's the analysis of it? Like, am I picking this up right? And it was written in uh, mid-century, like 1948, 1950 something or something. And it was in the New Yorker magazine. And when it came out, it sparked massive controversy. Like, everybody was like, are you sure you can even publish this is this, is this people were offended by it other people thought it was amazing a great um, commentary on society this sort of stuff you'll read it in 10 minutes or something what's it called again the, the lottery the lottery so if you've got a few minutes and you want to have just like a start to finish and then it's done i recommend that one so that, that was good james what have you got for us this week oh i have a bubblegum podcast oh, oh nice amazing. but it's like a boy version uh, 
dirty. <laughs> so that, you're not allowed to say that anymore, are you? But it's just a rugby podcast. It's uh, the good, the bad, and the rugby oh. Australia. So it's literally three ex-professional Australian rugby players on a podcast with a an, uh, a former rugby league commentator, and they're just on there shooting the shit. So are oh, this is a, the Australian version of the UK. Yeah, one. so it's three ex exactly. Yes, it's a franchise, 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 franchise. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because I listened to that one yeah. when there's a guest I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah. it's excellent. Yeah. So the first ep- they've only done two episodes. This is the first one was with Eddie Jones as a guest. Oh wow! So there's the three lads sitting there shooting the shit, chatting, and then they like have a pre-recorded thing where they've interviewed Eddie Jones. But what I found really interesting about the podcast, this is why I recommend it, was Eddie Jones coached them like ten or fifteen years ago. So these are all lads here in their 40s, retired. Oh, yeah. Like one of them's fat now. The other one's still in good nick. Another one's just medium. Eddie has coached six other teams since he coached them. But they said after they interviewed him, they were all still really nervous and they felt like he was still their boss. And I was like, huh. And I thought about it. But the way they described it was in a real, they tried to play it up to make it like a good thing. And I was like, no, they fucking hate him. Oh, the, it was it they was a negative don't relationship. Like him. Yeah, they're scared of him. And I was like, hmm. And it made me think about like some of my rugby coaches in the past. And like the ones I remember, I either remember them because they were assholes and I hated them, or I remember them because they were amazing coaches, really good people, and like really good mentors to have. Then it made me think about what I'm like as a coach, and I'm like, who hates me? <laughs> 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 who am I, the Eddie Jones, to that person? It's like. I need to make sure that I'm less of that because they were able to describe it that I think Gitto asked Jones at one stage he was like what's the most memorable uh, spit you've ever had at someone and spit is their like slang term for like roasting someone like you just stood at them roared at them pointed the finger so that was quite common in rugby back in the day and he's like oh I don't really do that anymore and Gitto was like <laughs> like a bit dismissive about it as if there's no way you couldn't not do that wow okay so he obviously had the fergie hair dryer treatment type thing as well oh man that's that sounds so interesting interesting, the dynamic returning like that it's so funny okay but then the rest of the podcast is just them slagging each other off they talk about their favorite rugby jersey there's some nice little moments in it but it's it's generally non-educational or so that's the good the bad and the rugby rugby Australia. australia okay cool yeah very good Okay, nice. Right, we're nearly done, lads. We have a shout-out before we go on to Overrated, Underrated. This week's shout-out is for Niall Delahan, who's in Selbridge. This was Stephen. He was saying that he's been so impressed with Niall. Niall drives a truck for a living, and his job gets in the way of him getting to class all the time. And instead of just throwing his hands up in the air, he gets in when he can and does the work of the day on his own in the open gym all the time. So there's a guy who is, you know, it's we all know how difficult that is. Like the workout of the day is designed to be a group activity. Some of the difficulties built in, and we know that the group will get us through it. Doing it on your own is way harder. If there's days I can't make class, I don't train. That's it. Because I only train Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They're my things. I could train on a Tuesday. I could train on a Thursday. But it would have to be on my own. So it doesn't happen. I just don't do it. Yeah, it's really Fair difficult. Play. That's unreal. Yeah. So he's saying that he's... Uh, He's getting in regularly. He's hitting the workouts on his own. And then he's also like making progress. He's just his first ever 
handstand in, like in years. So he's a guy who is doing the hard thing. And big shout out to that because we all need people around us doing that. Remind us to keep doing the hard thing. So fair play, Niall. Well done. Okay, let's get to overrated, underrated. We have two topics as usual. Now, Gillian, remember how it works. One word only. <laughs> I feel like you need to explain which is which. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It's fine. Let's see if you do. Uh, overrated, underrated. Mindfulness practice. Overrated. Wow. James. Underrated. Okay. And I'm going to, as predictably as ever, <laughs> agree with James. <laughs> underrated. It's going up on Jillian. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the case against Gillian, come on. Why is this underrated? I don't have Sorry, a case. Overrated. I don't have no, a case on, against it. So so do you do you I, think that it's I I personally don't do any mindfulness practice. Okay. And that's why I picked overrated because I felt like it'd be a bit fake if I said underrated. Um so I, I don't have much information on it. I don't journal, I don't like meditate and don't do any of that. Maybe my life would change if I did, but as of right now, I have very little information on the benefits of it for myself. So that's why I picked overrated. Mm. I think a lot of people would agree with you here. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm always interested because I remember me before I've tried it, mm. and you know, you're you're like looking back at yourself, going, "Yeah, I know how difficult it was for me to get get past that first hump," because mm -hmm. I I had myself as someone who doesn't sit easy doesn't sit quietly easily can't just listen to my thoughts can't figure out how to quiet my mind yeah so it's probably not for me it's for people who have that ability to do that um so yeah have you I'm, I'm interested have you ever tried it and didn't like it or have you just not even gotten into it no i have i've tried journaling before so i a friend told me what their someone advised them to do was they just open a journal and they just write for three pages whatever comes into your head so i did i did try that um but i found it was more negative things going onto the piece of paper than anything else and i just didn't like it so you're like just venting yeah basically and like th this was a while ago um I, th I tried it for a few days and it just it didn't make me feel any better so i didn't continue and, it and have you ever tried the like breathing focus on your breath notice yourself distracted get back to you. have you done any of that guided meditation stuff i would say like once or twice not right. very much okay yeah um i think i think me as a person and I'm, I'm probably the person who needs the mindfulness and the meditation the most but i'm kind of i'm a i'm a busy body i don't sit very like you were saying i don't sit very easy for a very long time which is why i don't have much tv series or anything like that i feel like i'm always on the go always doing something but i just feel better when i'm like that when i sit too long doing nothing i just i just get uneasy yeah 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 and, and i'm i'm exactly the same as that i don't practice mindfulness anywhere near as much as i should i get out of the habit and then i find myself using it for a few days in a row kind of half getting into a meditation half not and then if i get into a rhythm i'll do it a bit longer then i get out of the habit again and i'm out of it when i do it it is actually life-changing it is the most transformational thing that I actually do for myself. Have you got any like 
advice for someone who doesn't do it as like a, an easy step into it? That's that's a great question. Yeah. So the way I get people to try it is with an app that I use. It's called Waking Up, and it's a mindfulness guided meditation, and it's like a little short course. I think it's thirty days. There's lots of other meditations, longer ones, deeper ones. There's lots of things on the app that are not just these but his course is like let's do five minutes i'm going to talk you through it and he does it in the most practical way possible not there's no woo or spiritualness to it i can't do that side of it i have to be like it, it's going to benefit my life right away and he he kind of gives you rationale as you're doing it so as i'm sitting there he's convincing me that it's a good reason a good thing to do and then they get a little longer a little bit gradually more elaborate and honestly changes my whole state it's one of those things i know if i did it more my whole life would be different and yet i still can't convince myself to be disciplined enough around it but that's why i think it's underrated i think it's it can actually transform everything james i 100 totally 100 percent totally and utterly agree with that uh, i started a mindfulness practice during lockdown and i started it with the six minute journal so it's kind of similar where you're guided through it and I think that's what you, you need whenever you start trying to do it on your own. It turns into journaling either really hippy dippy non gratitude gratitude things or you just end up venting and you don't like the look of it. So the six minute journal was able to give me a start on that. So there was the gratitude, there was the what went wrong today, why did it go wrong and all that jazz. S sorry, is that a concept that that's you follow or is it this thing you buy it's like an actual book yeah so it's a product it's called the six minute yeah right okay it's like 20 euro or something on amazon right but super handy i went through like two or three of them in a row i think they last like 60 days or 90 days something so i got a proper good chunk out of them nearly a year then whenever i started working here you recommended waking up to me and i've used that on and off for two years and i actually just renewed my subscription like two weeks ago but same thing the the way you're led through it is unbelievable it's super handy regardless of your views on sam harris so i know there'll be some people listening to this who don't like him but um it never gets into any of that sort of things but it's such a helpful thing i love i'm interested to see why you do it like what changes i know for me i'm always able to process things better like information i'm being given when i've been doing more mindfulness practice whether it's journaling or the meditation and what do i mean by process that is like if you get hard feedback about something rather than reacting immediately to it i'm just like like take it in and i can sit with it and i can go away and think about it talk to someone about it and then make a rather than just that initial snap reaction about something and that applies to like if Paige does something or like if you either of you to give me feedback or on something I'm just able to hold it a little bit longer rather than react I think that's super helpful so you're calmer less reactive yeah yeah very cool yeah I can't kind of get something similar but I think for me it feels a bit deeper it feels a bit more profound for me I feels like I gain confidence when I do mindfulness so I come away feeling more and more of myself and you know when you you're actually feel like yourself you actually don't care what anyone else has to say or, or or their opinion because you're like i can't be anyone else i'm at peace with that the fact that i'm i am me and therefore you're gonna have to take me as i am mm. there's a bit of that so i come away feeling just very much grounded in myself and a lot of the the ambient anxiety 
distraction just kind of clears mm. for a short amount of time. <laughs> and that's why it would be good to be regular. Yeah. Uh, I have one more question about the meditating thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually quite, as much as I said overrated, I'm quite interested in it. Um, when do you, like, when do you do it? This is, I, I don't have a, a time that I could see it fitting into my schedule. So if you... I think that's, that is one of the hardest parts. I think you've hit on one of the more difficult bits for me. I don't have like, at this time, I'm going to go and do it. Right? There are some things in my life that are like that. Like I was saying to James, I've started Athletic Greens. It's like a green supplement. That's a drink that I don't like. I do that first thing in the morning and before my breakfast and it works. I don't have the same. I feel like I should have from my mindfulness. I should go and do it then. But I tend to use it when I need it. So if I notice that I'm a bit scrambly in my head or I'm a bit amped up or I'm a bit being pulled left, right and center, I'll say, I actually need to settle myself here. And then it could be literally in the car, pull over and sit at like in a fucking lay-by for five minutes and just stick on the thing or else do it from memory. And it's grabbing a few minutes when you have a quiet moment. If say everyone goes out of the house for a minute, you're like, house is empty. I've got a bit of quiet time. Let's do it now. You could decide I'm going to stick on the TV. Maybe I'll do it in five minutes after I do the other thing. And I think it can fit anywhere. I just cram it in the little gaps. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. How, trying to have the, the, I don't know, everyone seems to think that they need like dead set routine on these things all the time. But it just doesn't, it doesn't work out that way with meditation because you're never like huh, eight o'clock. Let's go meditate because you're in the middle of something, something's on, you're out, whatever that is. So I'm the same. I try and fit it in. It is normally for me at night before bed. I just take some of the ones I'm waking up are like five, six minutes. Some of them are a bit longer. If I'm like, I just want a five minute one, I'll just go searching for a shorter one that I've listened to before. Deadly. Okay. Very good. Interesting topic. We could talk about that all day. So um, we got one more. Last thing today. <laughs> Jillian, overrated, underrated? Crocs. Are you ready for this? <laughs> underrated. Oh my god. <laughs> James, underrated. I'm gonna say overrated today. And we disagree on one this week again. That's yes, brilliant, isn't it? It's perfect. You're wrong, though. I, I probably am. I'm probably being a judgmental <laughs> asshole. I, I was you. <laughs> I still am you for mo- but yeah. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So I just see them, I see people wearing them and they're so self satisfied. They're like <laughs> I'm wearing these ugly ass, stupid they're so things. So ugly, aren't they? They're so ugly. And but <laughs> I don't care because I'm so comfortable and I don't care what anyone else thinks and it's self satisfied. Fucking I'm better than everyone because I've got comfortable ugly shoes on. And and, and uh, so I'm being an asshole, right? So it's kinda so like the Lululemons that you love to wear, isn't it? Is it the same? But they're not. They're, they're not, not ugly. ugly. Yeah, but but people don't wear them, and they're not they're not self satisfied because they're ugly. It's because they're comfy, and they're like, you have no idea how comfortable my feet are. So, hundred percent. That's why I said I'm probably wrong here. I'm being an asshole. But I also think, God Almighty, they're terrible things. <laughs> like, just don't do that. So, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so right. Uh, I would have said that and I, I feel like you'd be surprised by my answer i would have said that crocs and the state of them would have been a hill i would die on <laughs> about a year ago i like here would they've given you the ick jillian's famous for ick uh 
they did not give me the ick, no. Okay. Um, but the croc, the croc thing, oh my God, I hated them for so, and I still, I still hate them, right? This is the thing. But we went uh, last summer, myself, Danielle and Jen went to Donegal for a weekend. And Danielle has a pair of cream crocs that she wears. I think I have a few videos on my Instagram, like of her putting them into sports mode and running around the place. Like they're very funny. And I was always slagging her about it. And the the cream ones for some reason they're not as ugly as the rest of them but she made me try them on and i tried them on and like my like if my now my family will never listen to this podcast but like we're a very much against crocs family oh right like really <laughs> against crocs i've never and heard a family described as against oh we crocs. are against crocs like there's like the family group chat would have random pictures of like say a random pair of like crocs with a heel that are like 700 euro on that weird website that i can't think of the name of it but uh so for years it's been like a thing like how much we hate them and then and then I tried Danielle's on and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, these are really comfortable. But Here. because because I've made such a stance on it, I can never buy myself a pair. Oh, so you don't have I any. I don't have any. I can't buy them. And I've dropped loads of hints to people before being like, oh, if someone bought them for me, I might wear them. No one's bought them for me. So, so I can't buy them myself. Longingly at them. I'm not longingly because they're still fucking ugly. But like I'd wear them if I had them because they're really comfortable. Yeah. Don't tell Christopher. I think you've told them. I just have this image of Gillian's farm with a big sign saying Fennens against Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about now. Uh, I'm I'm the same as you. I used to slag people about them all the time. And then my Jill is like dead against them. She, and she, oh, really? She just... You know the way every now and again you can pull the veto card in a relationship? It's like, no, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. I'm not letting you do that. She vetoed the Crocs of me. And I was like... It's weird because I've got this feeling. I was like, yes, Gillian. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Yeah. No, I'm, I know. And, and then Hannah comes in and she's got all these she's badges the on them. ones and the little, what the are they called? Things. The widgets. Giblets. No. Is that what they're called? It's widgets, no? That's pretty shocking. So, uh, so if you were allowed, you'd have a pair. Oh, I'd have a pair. I'd probably the house. No. You'd be in here with them. Yeah. God. I think I, I'm kind of with G in that. Some colors, yeah, some colors definitely look better. And it's one of those things that some people definitely suit them as well. Like Hannah rocks those bright purple pairs and bright purple pair, and they look great. Oh, you like the yeah. bright purple ones? And, but they look good on Hannah as well. Like it, it just it matches her. It works, yeah. Whereas Christy wears those gray ones. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think they suit him as well as he thinks they do. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious because I know he's going to listen to this. <laughs> I'm going to get a text as soon as he's finished. But that can happen. You can yeah. buy things that just don't suit just you for suit some you, reason. Yeah. Maybe and a different color would suit him. Like I bought Noble uh, slides, oh. and they were really. Oh, sorry, we have a, a photo. Just, just for reference, I've gone through the family group chat and found a pair of ugly <laughs> Crocs. Well, yeah. Agreed. They're like, they're like Agreed. We, we'll have to. We'll have to attach. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, comfort should be the number one thing. I fully agree. But oh my god. Going back to that book I recommended last week. Status is important, and Crocs definitely lower your status. <laughs> <laughs> but in some ways, I think people who wear Crocs think they have a higher status because they don't give a fuck. Something like that. I don't know. Okay. We'll call it a show. Thanks, lads.